Welcome to the Underground Click Podcast. I'm owner, operator, CEO, Killer King. Coming with you as always is nobody. It's me, Solo Dolo, with a guest today because, you know, it's the holiday season and stuff, and we just wanted to get an extra little little tidbit for you. We're going to be dropping a new episode for you tomorrow on Sunday when we have an awesome uh, local band here with us to uh, chitter-chatter and what. But uh, today, I have someone that uh, is, is a is a goer of concerts in the in the music scene. So we we had them come and stop by the podcast studio today to to check in with them. Trish, how's it going? It's a going. It's a going. It's a going. Yeah, it looks like it's going. But yeah, we're gonna uh, kick off this podcast and stuff. And uh, we we kind of talked off air about what what your first concert was. Uh, we, we we won't let you break that to everybody because you know there are fine details that don't need to be told people that, that are still in the dark about said first concert experience. But yeah, what was your actual first concert experience to where you actually made it into said venue? Well, it would have to be one of the local underground fucking concerts that we, uh, actually you got me into. Never heard of them. Gino. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I do that. Yeah. You know, it, it's weird, right? Like how did it start? First question, wasn't really into music. How did I get in? Well, I happened to work with some crazy bastard that that has this other life that he does like Batman and and drag them into it because that's what you're supposed to do. This is how you make fans people. Yeah, but I can't give you all the credit for it, though, because Not as a it. teenager going through childhood traumas and everything else, music was always a big thing to me, whether it was Slipknot, Disturbed, The Used, it was all heavy hitters for me at that time, and I dabbled in the ICP life. And that makes me a heavy hitter, just saying. But yeah, <laughs> you should have known Diva King was coming out today. Damn it, no fucks given. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, you're you're normally typically more of a, a metal girl, but you dabble in the hip hop realm on occasion if they're good enough and actually have a message and something to say, and they're not the usual. All I do is grab the gray sweatpants and, and a microphone on stage. Yeah, because I definitely have seen a different view of Toledo's talent being down here in Toledo. Yes, yes, I would agree with you as well. Uh, there's definitely a, a very diverse-ish uh, talent pool for, for our local-ish music scene because most of us, you know, we choose to be here. But, you know, it's our choice because best best uh, center of operations for everything that we're doing in other other venues and cities and stuff that we travel to, you know, because that's why I stay here. And plus, it's balling on a budget. I lived in California for two and a half years. I do not want to pay 1500 for rent. No, no, sir. In a little shack studio apartment. Been there, done that. I'd rather come back and, and have a house for far less and, and, and make ends meet, you know, because... That, that's what smart people do. But our, our music scene is definitely very diverse. Our, our rock scene is, is very, very thriving and very heavy, as I found out doing many interviews here with uh, more of the local uh, metal bands and stuff as well, which, you know, I used to get to go out and see. But unfortunately, when you're doing the rap stuff and moving and shaking so much, sometimes you can't come in and pay attention to the genre that uh, you're not necessarily involved with you know you got to show the love to the hip-hop heads and all that other stuff especially because you know like i said 
Metal crowd here has got a make, man. <laughs> guys are fucking rock stars at the local level. Appreciate all of you guys, especially you guys that have listened, tuned in to, to the uh, Underground Click Music Podcast. Uh, we're definitely going to have another band in tomorrow. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. One, one of the band members was already here at our previous uh, epic two-hour fucking show we just dropped on you guys. And they got a, a little mimosa day drunk a little too much here at the studio, but it was a great time. And, of course, you know, it's not really a concert. I'm more of a social drinker. If I'm not at a concert, I don't really like to drink too much. Maybe once every two months I'll, I'll crack a bottle of Creek Water and me and B-Rye will take shot for shot until B-Rye can't fucking stand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finish the rest of the bottle and just go, what's the matter, B-Rye? Why, 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 why are you hugging the toilet? But rock star life nonetheless. So. You like more of the, the, the metal-esque scene. Uh, what are your, your uh, bands that you've seen that you like that aren't really more notary, notarized, known, well-known of sorts? Well, right now I'm following a local band that they were previously, two of the members were previously from I Embodiment, but they split. And then uh, they created uh, Lessons. Okay. And it's a really heavy hitter that uh i know brian and andrew from this and they are really they dive into their work they do have obviously who doesn't have a personal life but <clears throat> they they strive it with killer killer but yeah yeah you grind you sacrifice for what the fuck you you believe in and what you want to do with your life but sometimes you know some people can't juggle you got to keep your eye on the fucking prize Got to keep the horse blinders on. What? Like, I don't know. I haven't really put forth much effort lately to really go in and dive for any more, like, local underground heavy metal. I know there's a lot of them out here. It's just by the time you like a band, they end up splitting. Well, here's an important thing. As fans... And if we have you guys on social media, we shouldn't have to dive that far if you share your stuff at least a couple of times a day. Like, you don't do overkill. Don't do what Killer King does and share it fucking 75 times a day till everyone unfollows you when you have 5,000 fans and only three people see it because you, you over-promote. That's a thing, too. That's a thing, too. Under-promo and over-promo is the worst yeah. enemies right there. But yeah. you just got to promo just right. And a lot of these people... Got to get in the Goldilocks that. zone. Yeah, yeah. No effort. Exactly. The world doesn't come to you just because you have a cable that connects you to the internet, guys. And that, that's a, a big downfall for a lot of the things. And I think that's why some of the bands, unfortunately, do kind of dissolve or fizzle and right when they're about to break it. Especially here. Like, we've had like two or three metal bands in here or at least members of bands. None of them all have said, Hey, this is my band. They're in 20, 30. Like how the fuck do you guys do it? I tell them this all the time, especially when Muse is here and he was just like, yeah, I think Killer King don't fucking sleep. And he just has batteries that people just plug and unplug into his fucking ass. But then again, those people weren't there during, during the, the tough times like journey. So they weren't there to the, the 14, 16-hour depression naps, wake up, just work, come back, and do it again. So 
I think I just stockpiled way too much sleep. So that's why I'm able to do the Batman of two hours of sleep or less sometimes. And a couple of energy drinks. I'm sorry. I'm not about that life. I like my sleep. I used to like sleep too, you know. But then that's the difference between me and you. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a singer. I don't dance. I may take pictures of people. May not promote the hell out of people. But I don't got to worry about the pressure being in front of people. Right. What pressure being in front of people? There's no pressure. Oh, yeah. Definitely no pressure. Don't, I don't feel any pressure. No okay. pressure at all. Yeah. I mean, not anymore. You know, there's a time, you know, where artists do go through certain slumps and shit, and you can definitely tell. Not really that they're phoning it in, but they're not having as fun as they as much fun as they used to. Thank God we just broke that spell. If you don't believe me, go watch that epic Drew West combo. My ankle is still fucked up, guys. I literally stomped so hard on the Rage Against the Machine. It's fucked up. Damn near a week later. No, exactly over a week later. It's eight days now. Eight days in this week. It's how long Killer King's been limping. It was last Friday. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Where's time gone? Yeah. (laughs) It happens. But, you know, thank God. A couple of days after click day, we're going to get to do it all again with Drew West down in uh, Newark, Ohio. At the uh, the, 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 uh, amazing motor club and motorcycle club that's going to have us out there and rock some, some epic underground music once again. Seems like forever, but it's really just not that far away, guys. Like, what is it? Not too long till the new year, and then bam, a month and five days. Are you planning right bigger, there. better shit for 2021? Well, we can plan all we want because, you know, like I can plan an international tour all day. I can book bigger West Coast tours all day. But the problem is, is are we going to get to go through with them? Is it safe for the fans to do that? I would, I'd rather have some of the stuff clear. Like I'd rather do a couple of one-off shows. So that way, you know, I know I can safely go back quarantine and do all the proper things to, to get this mess over with. So that way I can actually plan these big moves and have them not have to worry about, Oh fuck, are they going to cancel this because of COVID or, oh, shit, are we going to get to this state and it gets locked down? Or when we go to leave this state, are we going to get messed with for two weeks and them tell us to go sit somewhere like we don't have, like, multiple gigs we're going to miss in that uh, that 14-day time period. So consistency, unfortunately, is key, and it's hard to uh, stay with the times, especially with the COVID and everything, opening, closing, opening, closing, all that other stuff. Yeah, but hopefully this COVID crap is going to be going away soon so that that way we can start getting out of out of our shells and these artists can get back to doing what they do best. And that way people are not losing their minds without new music being brought to them. Because granted, this COVID thing sucked, but if these artists were smart, they would be using this time off to really plan a nice attack to come back with. <clears throat> Four records in a year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Some some people would be doing that, but I I don't know any of them people at all. Not not being one of those people. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of which, we might actually have a a more uh, international flavor coming because uh, I did have some other producers from 
that don't speak my language hit me up lately. So thank you. I want to thank you guys again for all, all our people in the Ukraine that are listening because, you know, we're about to show you guys some mad love. And uh, I'm about to do a song with uh, one of your guys' producers out there. Uh, everyone knows I, I mess with uh, Teddy Loud and he owns Loud Face. And, you know, I'm affiliate of that as well with Underground Click and all that other fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just funny how the universe works. Teddy Loud, Loud Face, and this uh, producer is Loud Plate out of the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. And I've met another one, too, uh, Teddy Loud Bass as well. It's just like, huh. Eh. There seems to be a pattern in the universe. It's funny when you can you can get to see these and use them as plans of attack and strategy. But uh, I'm, I'm super glad that we're, we're reaching out and getting everywhere. So that helps not just people here, but everyone that we have on the podcast. And uh, pretty soon we'll have everything up and we'll be able to do more call-ins and stuff and not just be relying on a my close personal friends or friends of friends and friends and friends and friends to come into my house and come to the podcast studio and do all of this lovely interviews and, and stylings and letting you know what's going on with just our scene and everything else around it and the web because that's really what it is is because people think that just because you're you're local you're confined to certain things when really that's what this podcast proves is it's not like we started from toledo and then we webbed out like our first our, our first guest was we're from uh clinton township hashtag not here not ohio not the state Thank you guys for all of my Michigan homies and out-of-state homies that have drove to come and talk to you guys as well. Because we want to let everyone know about everyone that's, you know, really making a push towards this music and being more than what we call them, them good weekend warriors. We need the weekend warriors, but we also need them people that wake up and live and breathe this shit. So I'm happy we could bring a lot of those uh, to you guys as well. Uh You've seen a lot of the underground click uh, concerts and promotions before you even knew that that was a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any any favorites that you've seen that have not been around around the podcast that you can think of off the top of your head? Or anyone that might be local that doesn't get enough shine here that we need to get in that may or may not be our mutual friends, D-Boy? Yeah. Name drops. <laughs> Think of with uh D Boy, but he had some uh stuff going on that the COVID yeah, got he, him he, and the Rona. The Rona got him just like they got us in our household too. So but he uh, is also getting back up and he's he's doing good for himself right now and he's got some major projects that I know he's been working on real good and uh hopefully leak can, some shit. What 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 can right. we leak? No. <laughs> hopefully I can uh, get him to get on this podcast that way. Because granted, I don't represent him or anything else like that. But. Well, yeah, yeah. Just good personal friend of yours that you happen to know that does music, kind of like the crazy person across from you. Oh yeah, the crazy green-haired person across from me. Let's let's play that out there. Yes, yes, it's it's back. I don't look like surfer blonde muddy staying with long ass hair anymore. Thank God, we're back to we're back in the green. If only Kmart could say the same thing. R.I.P. <laughs> Yes, it's very lovely to have to my, have my hair back at the color. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was because I didn't have everything all the way ready. And, you know, that eats at my ego and my self-esteem a little bit. Maybe that's why. Yeah, we'll blame the hair dye. 
It had nothing to do with the magical energy that happened between me and Drew West and the amazing pond raging against the machine. But your hair was green that day. It so... was. It was feathered and flowing. You just don't see it nowadays, Cotton. You just don't. <laughs> but it was definitely a good time. I can't wait for February 6th to go down there to their neck of the woods. We're pretty, pretty much going to be down there all weekend, guerrilla warfare style, because, you know, click day would have just happened the Wednesday previously. So I'm going to be down there with some fucking posters and shit, letting everybody know. So if you can't make it to the show, I'm going to be down in Newark the day before. So I'll be there like Friday. I'll probably be cutting over to Columbus and Cincinnati Friday, Saturday-ish, and just plummeting your city with a bunch of, of not littering, not littering. We're actually going to go to the record stores and put physical stuff in the thing so you know about it. <gasps> Shocker. But that's what we're going to do. Because we do promo. We, we do too much fucking promo. I, I didn't have to start a promotions company because people thought that Killer King was actually just a promoter, promotions company and a promoter, not an actual rapper. They're like, wow, you got such an ego. You put your face right on the thing like you're in the lineup. I'm like, it's because I am in the lineup. I'm doing all of this and performing in the same night. And everyone tells me I'm fucking crazy. So the other rappers that happen to be rappers slash performers and, and promoters normally don't double dip the pen. But if I'm putting all the money up and I'm going to be there anyway, my fans are going to be pissed if I'm there and they show up and I don't do a set. So I might as well advertise I'm going to do it so no one gets left out. Just makes more sense to me. But it, it would also be a lot easier if a lot of these people could... could uh, participate a lot more you know uh say it all the time if you really care about this and this is your music this is your dream this is what the fuck you want to do if you're booked on a fucking show and you still have a day job it's okay a lot of us do don't call off put in your fucking request or tell them that i need to be off four hours before the show so you can be there at sound check and all the shit so everything can run smooth and a lot of these things could could uh, not be problems in in our in the entire underground because it's not just a here thing, it's an everywhere thing. Because trust me, I've been more than here, and it happens fucking everywhere. Well, and not just that, <laughs> to add on that though, even if they can't get off four hours early, communication is key in any industry. And it seems like some of these musicians, artists, whatever label you want to put on them today, they feel like they are above all. And that they don't have to show up on time and they don't have to let the promoter or the venue know that they're going to be late. And they just get there when they get there. And because a lot of these bars are closing at 10, you're on a very set schedule. And if you're not there, you miss your time slot. Yeah, unfortunately. And unfortunately, you know, it wasn't really his fault that night, but D-Boy got the axe. I tried to put him on, but highway to Halloween. Sorry, dude. I'll, I'll apologize to you live. You were there. You did the shit. It is what it is. Next time we'll, we'll fucking give you a good slot and let you a headline or some shit. So we'll, we'll definitely make it up to the people that do actually put that extra effort in and communicate and stuff. But when you know, call no show, I'm literally going to call it like you just quit rap and I'm not going to book you again. That's just the way it is. It's not really being a hater. It's just the, I can't depend on you. Why would I fucking book you? Like, why would I book 15 rappers where they all done this to me, like, multiple times and then expect to have a good show or expect to have a, a worry-free show? Because the energy that everyone's giving off, if everyone's going, 
like you got to think you're extrapolating this it's not just the promoter freaking out the promoter goes and he's got to tell the dj the dj goes hey where the fuck is this guy and it starts a chain effect of anxiety and what the fuck is going on and then when the crowd can sense that the crowd isn't as into it the crowd doesn't come and they're in and out and then you guys are complaining how's come everyone I, i go do my set and everyone wants to take the cigarette break well this is why or it's because they knew that you weren't there like all the other artists so why if you don't respect them as fans by showing up and and acting like this is your job and this is what you want to do in your career they're going to go out there and take that cigarette break every time you can't be mad at them they had to find babysitters they had to do a lot of things themselves just to make it and, and have a nice night out because unlike us they, they can't really do that every weekend but then again, this is, our, like I said, it's our job. So that's why we get to do it. <clears throat> so you got to show respect for the craft. And actually put forth that effort. Sometimes, you know, I'm guilty. I put way too much effort for it. But, you know, sometimes it is what it is. It's just life. And sometimes your, your, your scars build into your fucking character or whatever it may be. Nothing to add to this? I'm just gonna let me ramble. I am. I am. No, I was trying to figure out where can I follow up with that, but like, everybody's got their own shit that they gotta work through. It and is. it's how much do you let out into the public eye is the key thing. And a lot of these rappers are using Facebook as not only a promoting tool, but as uh, I'm going to bash people, I'm going to bash venues, I'm going to... Which is stupid, guys. It gets around, and that's the whole thing, because it's all public. And even if you delete it, it's still got your digital footprint, so everybody's going to know that was you, whatever. And not only that, everyone's going to have a hater because you're trying to do something that they don't put the effort for to do, even if you're doing it on, like, the opener level and you're just starting you're still gonna have someone that's that's your friend that secretly hates you look at the picture of tupac that one of the last pictures of tupac with all of his so-called friends all of those people in that fucking picture backstabbed him and got him killed so you gotta you gotta kind of play it safe well, and, and not worry about goes, though you gotta keep your enemies closer so that means you do kind of gotta keep your haters close in a respect with this but you gotta also know your limitations. Not mine. My haters can fuck the fuck off, especially the ones that, that want to start drama. But well, you know, I can do that all by myself. You know me. If you guys really knew me, you you know I'm diva king. I'm bound to fuck something up with my mouth. I know this. <laughs> That's something new. Yeah. Hashtag no filter. Oh shit. Yeah, but with the haters though, you know you're doing something right for them to be hating on you and to be hating on the shit that you're producing. Yeah. So in a way, that's why you still got to kind of keep them close because they're still fans at the end of the day because they're still listening to your shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if all of the uh, the things that wouldn't have dropped because of COVID, yes, all of these people would have been congratulating me the whole last year going, oh, my God, I can't believe one of us made it out to a major. But unfortunately, COVID fucked all of this up and my mouth and my mouth. It is what it is. But unlike most people, I'm mad enough to admit it and move on. But thank God the universe is good to me and I could move on and literally had the next blessing the next day. So even when I fuck shit up, 
And that's why I think they hate me is because I can fuck shit up to unrepairable fucking links. And somehow something fucking falls back into fucking place where I'm just like, ha, I get another fucking run with the fucking ball. And that's what makes them upset, I think. And plus, I'm going to bury Sanders this shit. There's been a fucking my, my career has been a series of my fucking line doesn't do what the fuck it has to do. And I have to make shit happen with the fucking ball and some fancy footwork. Even when I'm a large fellow, maybe that's why my ankles are so fucked up. <laughs> I'm making moves I shouldn't be able to do. I'm zigging and zagging, breaking cankles. No fucks given. We're still going to make that end zone. Then them assholes are going to miss the field goal and we're still going to fucking lose, but we'll get it in overtime. <laughs> Makes no sense, but you know what I'm saying. Because I'm going to get another fucking shot with the goddamn ball that they didn't expect I was going to get. Now do you get the metaphors? Oh, Metaphors, geez. man. I'm on a little bit too much fucking caffeine today. Just a wee bit. Eh, well, that's all I've been on today. Yeah, it's, this is a sad day. We're waiting for the Rogans to be delivered. Sad. No Rogan has been smoked or rolled or played with or conjoled in 30 minutes. I have a problem. My fingers... I need to roll or twist or click something or type something in the can't because I'm on a microphone right now. But we'll be caffeinated. Anything else you want to add to this amazing podcast? I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but... I just let you kind of go on your own, so that's That's what I needed. I just needed another voice to bounce back off to do all this stuff. You know, I I mean, I could do it with my voices and my impersonations, but I do not want people that do, do not know me other than this podcast to think that I'm an absolute psychopath. Because I actually have it pretty well together. Sad to say. Sometimes. More than what people know. Oh, yes. More than what people know. But a lot of things are still under wraps. Mm-hmm. Well, all your next moves you can't talk about. If you got big dreams and big empires, you can't talk about it. I fucked myself so many times doing that. A.K.A. starting other companies for other people that didn't do the research and, and do very poor quality things to affect my business, which is high quality. Sometimes this happens. You live, you learn, then you don't get loves because I'm hashtag team no babies. So it is what it is. Hashtag Funko life. <laughs> yeah, I can't follow that. I'm so sorry. You're you on your can't. own with that. <laughs> I know. It is what it is. I'll just sip my energy drink because there's no Rogan's. We can't even say hashtag damn it bliff this time. It's hashtag damn it rolly. Slipping, <laughs> falling, can't get up. I appreciate you for making the for uh, the alleged roll though. Auto thoughts roll out. But yeah, speaking of which, we may or may not have him on the podcast here whenever we decide to drop it. I don't want to date it. You never know. It might just be like A phantom dimension that only exists in your mind somewhere. But yeah, we're waiting on uh, part of Savage World to come down here and uh, have some fun with me in the podcast because, you know, day after Christmas, why not? You know, they're like family. Click shit. You know how it is. But yeah, we talked about music a little bit with you. We got about just under two minutes left in this half hour episode. Anything else you want to add? Anything you want to... uh, 
shout out do promo work for in the last two minutes? I do all my promo work online, and uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, sharing for 60 Face and for Scooby 100. They're 100, excuse me. It's H U N D E R D. It's not spelled hundred. like 100. Hundred. Hundred. Um, he's with the 100 Gang, and he does 100 shots. It's a nice uh, organization that he's got going out of Kalamazoo right now. Other than that, I deal with a lot of street music, which they are a part of, with uh, Breezy and the J-Mac. Other than that, besides working with you in Savage World and D. Right. Well, you technically work with uh, Kelly King, owner-operator, CEO of Underground Clicks. So that's how that web to, to Savage World and everything branches <laughs> out farther. But uh, See, I know this. You know this. They don't know. No, they don't know because, you know. The less they know, the better, because then all they can do is speculate and start rumors, because that's the only way they talk about the king. So I'll let them keep talking about it and, and doing my free promo work for me. Hashtag love you, haters. I really do. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. That fake fucking friend that if I wanted to be like you, good God, I could ruin all of your lives. But I got better shit to do because I have an empire to build. I, I don't gossip. There's no time for that. So, on that, we'll fucking bid you guys adieu. Look me up. Facebook, Killer King 419 Every place you can see me. Uh, except Instagram. Killa underscore King underscore 419. You can find me. Until then, have an awesome fucking day. I hope you guys have an awesome fucking 2021. Because we have a lot coming for you. Especially click shit and click day. Two, three, Wednesday. Everything drops. New record, new album, new web store. Click shit.